We all know country's economic growth has slowed down. Economists are expecting things to remain challenging for the next nine months. The fear of job loss and business slowdown has been looming large for some months now. So whether you are a salaried or a business owner, creating an emergency fund is imperative. So how do you create an emergency fund? An emergency fund should cover at least six months of your expenses. Start calculating your discretionary expenses for six months, add them up, and you will know what is the corpus that you need. And when you're investing, remember, safety and liquidity are the top priorities. Investment should be down on the priority list for you. Preferably, keep money in sweep in and sweep out fixed deposit. That way, it will be easy to liquidate your investment as and when you want. But if your corpus is large, then maybe you can split 50% in fixed deposits, which is a sweep in and sweep out, and 50% in liquid funds. One more thing, the six months corpus that you'll save is suitable only for people who are in sectors that still have a high job demand. Another important thing to remember, the period of six months, expenses that you're keeping in the emergency fund, that is suitable if you are in a sector that has a high job demand. But if you are in an industry which is on a decline, then you can keep expenses in emergency fund for up to one year. You must be wondering, where do you get all the money required to create an emergency fund? The best way to do is, cut down on your discretionary spend. These are usually the lifestyle spends that may not be necessary. Here are the few ideas to cut down on your discretionary spend. Instead of taking app-based taxi to work every day, maybe you can take public transport once or twice a week. Or maybe you can opt for the cheaper options like pooling of rides. Similarly, you can cut down on your online shopping, going out, ordering food on apps, expensive online streaming subscriptions, going for a domestic holiday instead of a foreign vacation. You will be surprised to discover how much you can save by making these small changes to your usual habit and by cutting down on coffee, snacks, online subscriptions, and so on. Once you cut down on discretionary expenses, you will realize you don't need a loan to buy a fridge, furniture, or for that vacation. You don't need to even swipe your card when you go out to eat. Slowly, you can start saving for any item you want to buy every month by cutting down on your discretionary expenses. If you already have loans, focus on finishing them. Some loans are fine. For example, loans taken to create an asset like a home loan, but most of them are not. You need to target finishing that outstanding balance on your credit card the personal loans or any consumer durable loans that you may have. Here are the few tips that you can use to finish off your existing loans. First, target loans that have high interest rate. So your priority should be clearing the credit card dues, 
because the interest rate on your credit card can go as high as 48%. Next, go for finishing the personal loan. The interest rate on personal loan ranges from 18 to 24%. Next should be your consumer durable loans. But remember, if your credit card outstanding is more than one month's salary, you're in a danger zone. Maybe you can break some investment to clear your credit card dues. The next resolution is about tackling unfortunate and unforeseen circumstances. Have you ever thought what will happen to your family if you're not around? Have you done enough for them to live comfortably if you die? Yes, life insurance is the answer to all those questions, but you also need to be adequately covered. Going by the thumb rule, you need to have a cover which is 10 times your annual salary. If you want a more focused approach to know what insurance you need, you can visit any of the life insurers website and use the calculators that they have. These calculators are based on human life value concept and they'll tell you the amount of cover that you need. Similarly, ensure that you have a health insurance policy other than what your employer gives you. If you live in a city, you should have at least 10 to 15 lakh of individual or a floater cover. And as the cost of treatment rises, you can buy a top-up cover which will help you keep pace with the rising medical inflation. Most of the resolution that we discussed are interlinked. Cutting down on debt and discretionary spend will leave more money in your hands, which in turn will help you to create an emergency corpus or even save more. Life insurance can give you financial security. Start small and slow. Convert each of these resolutions into a financial habit over time. Even if you pick one, that will go a long way. That's all from Why Not Mint Money in this episode. Thank you for tuning in. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.